0: G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Freddy's Alex for another edition of Wrestling Old Style, talking weekly wrestling rap. Alex, how are you, friend?
1: I am feeling fantastic today, man. Excited to talk about another, well, newsworthy week in professional wrestling.
0: Uh... Yeah, yeah I suppose another week going, uh... <laughs> not only wrestling, but Australia in general, uh... More border closures.
1: <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, all my love to everyone, to anyone that listens from Sydney. Much love to you guys. It's not fun. what about Perth? Much love to our Perth listeners. Uh, if we have any, if we have any Sydney listeners as well, I guess. Um, we we'll got a couple. Yeah. I've well, Shed the pot around. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, well, if you do listen, hit me up, talk to me on social media. I'm keen <laughs> for a chat. <laughs> just like, it's like, yeah.
0: Alex is a chatty one. And somehow I'm
1: the one who's like, Hey, listen to this. And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got more contacts than me. You You know, more people that like wrestling. <laughs> well, coming this
0: summer. I don't know. Something exciting, maybe, perhaps, even. Anywho, yeah, Perth locked down. <laughs> Let's see where the Vince Russo tour continues. Uh, we got Sydney, we got Perth, we got uh, Darwin, and coming in tonight, Brisbane.
1: Possibly. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. To be honest, like, no offense to any Brisbane listeners, but kind of thankful that you guys are copping the hammer a little bit because. You guys, you guys got really lucky last year, and and whilst we're in lockdown, like, Eliza's dad lives in Queensland, so it's just like, oh, no, we're just doing this, we're going this, yeah, we're going to the shopping centre, we're going to the cinemas, blah, 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 doing this, doing this, and I'm like, I can't even drive to Macca's, mate, shut up. <laughs>
0: yeah, if only we could all drive to Macca's. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of, a lot of new things. Uh, let's have a look at something we did last week, or well, mainly I did, <laughs> which Alex won't like. Reaching out to, AWF.
1: Uh, All righty. let's let's talk about it. What's uh, the of, update.
0: <laughs> as of time recording, there's been, uh, no new Twitter activity on their feed and uh, no response.
1: Big surprise.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this again, relating back to the supernova talk we had last week, which uh, yeah, that is a, uh, there's a lot that's come out of that company. That's not good. Uh, such as having a sponsor listed on their website that officially left uh, their sponsorship two years ago. So the year before the pandemic,
1: Oh uh, my goodness.
0: Uh sponsors who have since pulled out and are still listed on the company website before Close of Business on Thursday. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's uh it's not good and uh we did do a lot more uh talk on it last week and a lot of um the con going community seemed to be uh set of either never going back or the uh the head of the organising committee for the con, the person behind
1: the scenes, needs to leave. Yeah. Um, Like, our whole modus operandi is to basically boost Australian wrestling and not say anything negative about him. So I'll try not to say anything negative, but I will say AWF was the first company I knew of that made me realize, Oh, there's wrestling in Australia.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's the first time.
1: Yeah. The first company I ever heard of that was a wrestling company based in Australia. I think, uh, on one of the community channels on pay TV, there was a weekly AWF show over the years, like a few, a fair few years back, a friend of the show, Mark Thompson and I got drunk one night and watched it and, We made fun of some of the promos on there, which weren't exactly TV-ready at the time. (laughs) Uh, um, And it looked like everything was sort of filmed like a community TV channel. But but hey, that let me know that there was wrestling in Australia, so that's awesome. So to see them just be completely dead silent about this is a little bit heartbreaking, because... To me, they were the ones that made me realise there is this wonderful Australian wrestling world out there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think
0: I'm just gonna just leave it for now because maybe they're taking a break. Um, there is a a post on there that's um nothing to do with the company, but sort of um personal related. So they might be taking a break, and I'm not going to disparage them for that, but um. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um now on to other wrestling news. A bit of a uh, spring cleaning occurred, I see.
1: Again. <laughs> uh again. Like I mean, there was like releases a couple of weeks ago, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, third times the charm. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
0: Uh, should I just go through the list here then?
1: Yep, uh, my heart broke for some of these. So, in ascending
0: order, as listed uh, by uh, Post Wrestling here
1: um, from John Pollock himself. We Before have... we get into that, I just want to highly recommend listeners: if you want to get your wrestling news, go to postwrestling.com. It's the most factual, informative. Stuff that you can get for free too. Yeah, absolutely. And we're
0: huge uh, listeners and fans of theirs as well. Yeah, so, we're postmarks. <laughs> as if uh, anyone heard last week, you would have uh, would have noticed Alex's trip to the Australian <laughs> branch of the post office. Yes, it's just yes. not the uh, the same post office as one lady <laughs> realised.
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately not <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay So the, uh, the releases here in ascending order Tino Sabatali Killian Dane Atuho Rojas Kurt Stallion uh, Kurt Stallion Marina Shafir Both Bollywood boys Sunil and Samir Both of everized Chase Parker and Matt Marnell Martel Martel like the uh, model. <laughs> ooh, son of Rick.
1: <laughs> that should have been his gimmick. Uh,
0: August Grey, Arya Davari, Tony Niece, and both of Breezango, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Um, we were mentioning this off air. I was like, didn't Brizango beat Imperium? <laughs> And, yes, and you did. turned around and said, yes, they did. And I'm like, what's going on there? And then you revealed to me uh, the alleged reasons for why these are keep, uh, continuing to be labelled as budgetary cuts.
1: Yeah, i read something along the lines of the fact that Nick Khan doesn't take into consideration and doesn't quite frankly care about who he releases in the sense of creative direction or tenure with the company, stuff like that. So, as we can see from this crop, he has no problems with releasing people that are currently regularly wrestling on TV, or have only been in the company less than a year, have barely had their chance to to even prove their worth. You know, in Tino Sabatelli's case, like, He got released last year and then got rehired, like, late last year, like October, November-ish. Oh, really? So, I think, like, in a little bit over a year, he got released by the company twice. Ow. Ow. And Mm. also, um, I don't think, because last year he uh, made a couple appearances for AEW Dark... I don't think AEW will welcome him back this time. (laughs) Sabatelli. Yeah. Did you hear about all that last year? No, go ahead. So, uh, Jericho, like... So, Tito Sabatelli wrestled a dark dark match uh, around the same tapings that Eric Bischoff made his first appearance with AEW. And it got leaked like a week early. Anyway, Jericho like said, it would have been such an awesome surprise if the internet didn't find out about Bischoff. Oh, well, NXT Stooges had to stooge, don't they? Oh, well, we'll make sure he never comes back. And then it was like a month later, Tito Sabatelli gets rehired by the WWE and everyone's like well pretty obvious who it was then (laughs) because like you look at that set of tapings uh jericho specifically meant uh mentioned like yeah we had a rat someone that used to hang out the performance center you looked at that set of tapings oh the only real person that Wrestled on those tapings that hasn't come back. That was at the performance center. Was Tino Sabatelli? <laughs> hmm, odd that. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so, so like AEW never specifically named him or like ratted him out, but it was pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> I'm guessing this is you Hurdle off uh, RBR. Oh. Well, Jericho like flat out tweeted it.
0: <laughs> yeah, much of last year is still a blur to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, We're in well. During well,
0: July now, and I'm still thinking
1: it's like February. Yeah, right. Um, and that was at a point in time where I had no choice than to mute Jericho on Twitter anyway. <laughs> so I was lucky I even saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, remember. Oh, uh, good old problematic, Jericho. Oh, well, he's a baby face now. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyone on here
0: that stands out that you think will be uh, picked up anywhere once, I don't know, three months' time? So what do we... Uh, start of July, so start of August, start of September, start of
1: October... Well, I remember, um, Bound for so, glory. <laughs> so like re- recently, uh, Steve Cutler from the Forgotten Sons got released and he's already on impact. And I think that had to do with the fact that NXT wrestlers had shorter, no compete clauses.
0: Yeah, some of them allegedly have 30-day non-competes.
1: So I wonder if a fair chunk of this crop in particular only has 30-day non-competes. Like, I have no proof, like, to whether they do or not. But, yeah, I do wonder if we could see these guys pop up elsewhere sooner than we think.
0: So... Divari, is his brother still in Impact at the moment?
1: I think so, yeah. I haven't seen him recently, but I... um I need to find out, because I did read something that he was backstage at the Rumble this year. So I'm just going to quickly find out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have no idea where he's at at the moment, just... Because he was sort of in and out of WWE for a bit. Because he was doing some producer stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, most recently, he was um, he was on Major League Wrestling, MLW. I wish we got that here. Oh, isn't it
0: on Fight now?
1: Yeah, I think... It, I don't know if it still is, but it definitely was on YouTube at one point. I just... I, I did enjoy watching it because I think Jacob Fatu, their champion, or who was the champion when I was watching, I don't know if he's if he still is, but I think he's an incredible talent. Um anyway, way off topic. I think Arya Davari has a lot of God given ability. Just natural athleticism. Um Arya's gonna have a pretty good run on the indie scene. Uh, where would he fit best? Probably Impact, yeah, yeah. Um, the X Division would be great for a lot of these people that got released, to be honest. Like, pretty much the majority of these people. Uh,
0: no, it's Sean, isn't it? Sean Tabari who uh isn't with WWE,
1: no, Aria's uh, brother. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember if he had a different name and impact. <laughs> he did for a bit. He was Sheikh Abdul Bashir for a minute. Um,
0: well, he's not on the, uh, the current uh, roster page here in front of me.
1: Yeah, so like I said, his most recent thing I read was he was in MLW.
0: Yeah, he'd be a good fit uh, there as well in uh, MLW. That's the the problem now that there is so many free agents. AEW can't keep picking up everyone, even for Dark and Elevation and uh, um, R-Show, whatever it's called.
1: Rampage.
0: Okay, I was going to say Rumble, but like, Oh, it's not Rumble. Rampage. <laughs> Similar yeah, ramp- thing.
1: Yeah. Um so let me quickly go through this list and see where they end up. Um Brazen Fandango might be the most sought after name wise and promo wise and character wise out of this lot. Yep. Um I think, like, especially with Tyler Breeze running the Flatbacks wrestling school with Sean Spears, I think there's a good chance we could see him pop up at least a couple of times in AEW. Like, maybe do some dark tapings or some rampages or whatever. I think there's a good chance we could see him there. Maybe even just in a trial capacity like they did with Matt Cardona, like a five-appearance sort of deal. Um, Fandango, I think he he would be great in Impact because they do a lot of promo stuff in Impact at the moment. Um, I'm probably going to say they would be great in Impact for a lot of these people. Um, Tony Nese, I think that, that might be the one out of this lot that's probably going to put on the most talked about matches out of this lot. Uh, I could see him fitting in in the junior heavyweight division in New Japan easily. Um, I could see him being an incredible ex-division champion. I could see him being a fantastic ROH pure champion. I could see him do almost anything he feels like doing on outside of the WWE. I think he'll be really sought after bell to bell. Davari, we sort of talked about him. I think he'll have a pretty good run on the Indies too. August Gray, uh, the former retro Anthony Green from the Indies before he got signed just last year, the poor bugger. Um, I think there's a good chance we see him on impact. He is... Uh, a graduate of Brian Myers wrestling school, creator pro wrestling in New York. So I think there's a good chance he gets a look in by impact, especially with Cardona, like helping, um, book talents, like book extras and stuff for it. Oh, not Cardona, Myers helping book extras at the moment for impact. Yeah. um, Everrise, yeah, they're fantastic. They're so entertaining. They, I could see them fitting in anywhere. Uh, I'm going to say only... this... Go on, you go first. I'm going to say this about a lot of... Like, pretty much this whole crop. Like, Impact needs almost all of these people. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: disagree with you.
1: Because all... Like a majority of these people are young, like v- very young. Like, yeah, like you know, younger than 35, which yep. is what you need in a wrestler at the moment if you're trying to build up a good repartee with your audience. Like, so most of these people, I think, uh, the sort of names. Impact should be looking for, the ones that don't have huge WWE stink all over them. Like, a lot of these people barely got TV time in WWE, but we know they're pretty good in ring. The only thing I'll say about Ever-Rise, if they do continue,
0: do you think they need to change their look, because they are
1: very young buck looking? Ah. Uh... I think that could work in their favour. Especially now that the Young Bucks have beards. Yeah, that's
0: true too. But my only concern is if you feed them into the AEW system, they're going to do a bunch of matches on Dark or Elevation, come on Dynamite and pretty much lose to the Bucks straight away.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then it's
0: like, where to from here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, like they'll debut, and next thing you know, a few weeks later, they got a 15 and 2 record. Everyone seems to have like a 15 and something record, even though they just debuted a few months ago. Tony (laughs) Cavarti. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone's got so many wins because Dark goes for five hours. Yeah, send him back out there. He needs another win. Um, I think Ever-Rise is so entertaining on the mic. I, I hope someone picks him up and does something great with him. Um, I don't know if AEW is a great place for him anyway. I, I The tag division is kind of loaded. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Uh, sorry to cut you off there. Bollywood
1: boys. Yeah, here, here I go again. Um, Impact would be awesome for them. <laughs> the, they're X Division style wrestlers, and I don't know. I don't know if they have still got it, but they definitely did like recently have a decent Indian TV deal. So if that's still the case, like yeah, send them over there. Send them I'm over
0: pretty- to. Raka King,
1: Rinka King. What do I say, Raka? You got it mixed up with a uh, former Scott Steiner manager, Raka Khan. Damn, I so Angle's close to girlfriend. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Anyway, less said about that, the better. Um, Bollywood boys,
0: I think, are uh, because I've seen some of their stuff outside of this um Bollywood gimmick. When they're all when those suits for Jinder and they're really good, I think they they're would be a really... good fit in Impact, like you said, for that uh cruiserweight uh X Division style, uh, over in New Japan or New Japan of America as a tag team. Ring of Honor, maybe, but they don't really do that much high flying, they're more sort of the old school, uh, pure wrestling, yeah, and AEW yes i'd be a good fit there yes i don't have many um subcontinent indian sri lankan heritage people on that roster but it gets to a point of how many people can we take versus how many people should we take
1: yeah if i'm impact i'm Quickly swooping up any tag team that gets released because their tag division's pretty light at the moment. What are you talking about? I'll pull it up right
0: now. Impact tag division. Okay, uh, (laughs) let's see stables and tag teams. We've got Decay. We've got Fire.
1: A mixed gender tag team. We've got Fire and Flave. That's a women's tag team. You got the Good Brothers. Yep,
0: heels. You got the Motor City machine guns.
1: Are uh, currently injured,
0: uh, for, and violent by design.
1: Heels, your uh, only two tag teams eligible for the men's tag titles are um, um, are heels. Well, Maybe Chris Saban's back now. I'm not too sure, but Saban? pretty sure it's injury. Saban's
0: there. Alex Shelley is there, so they might be coming back soon in the next slide of tapings.
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Um, um but yeah. but uh they don't have teams listed on here like uh where is it? Um I suppose Heath and Rhino.
1: Yeah, which wouldn't work now because Heath is a baby face and Rhino turned heel and joined oh, by, right. by Design. Um
0: is, or you've got uh, that young up-and-comer, TJP and Fala Bar.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a fan of him. TJP's pretty busy in the X Division at the moment, doing his own thing. Um, I can't recall what Fala Bar's up to. Uh, I don't watch Impact as regularly as I did this time last year. But
0: who's Ace Austin with? AKA Lockie Hendricks. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um...
0: I can't unsee that now because of Brayden.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bloody oath. Um... Oh, what's his name? Madman Fulton.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, uh, former Sandy yeah. member as well.
1: So, um... Oh, who else is on the, this list of releases? Um...
0: As we yeah. go back and leave the, uh, the Bollywood boys alone.
1: Yeah. Uh, Marina Shafir. Yeah. That one was like the, probably one of the most surprising things to me. Um, a member of Ronda Rousey's Four Horsewomen. Um, oh, have I lost you again? No, no, you're there. All right, Cool. Yeah, a member of Ronda Rousey's Four Horsewomen. And not only that, the wife of Roderick Strong, who is pretty notable on this week's episode of The (laughs) Wrap. Oh, no. Yeah, so everyone thought that this whole diamond mine thing that was going to debut on NXT... like. The circles I sort of read were like, oh, yeah, it'll be Roderick Strong and Marina Shafir. Like, that. the vignettes have an MMA vibe. Marina Shafir's a former MMA fighter. Yeah, it's perfect for her. Not released.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. It's a, it's
1: another thing I read from that Nick Khan report was that, yeah, he, he doesn't care if you're married to someone or what. He just cares about the bottom line.
0: Yeah, so I suppose <laughs> we can skip down a few here to uh killian dane
1: yeah another uh, married partner of someone that had a pretty notable week on the rap um the husband of uh what are we calling her now super Nikki. i don't know
0: yeah <sighs> we can get there in a moment of which is worse
1: yeah oh my goodness um Killian Dane. so that means that every single male member of Sanity has now been released the only surviving member is Nikki Cross who is now doing something
0: completely different <laughs>
1: very different from Sanity
0: I miss Sanity I had so much promise yeah you
1: yeah, had definitely.
0: Eric Young, this veteran with um North American wrestling and joins NXT had that one off our championship match against Joe and we're like, Oh, you know what? That'll be fine. He's, he's had his one match. He might just linger around NXT for a few years, putting over people. You know what? He's had his time in the sun and then Sandy comes along. Yeah. And it was
1: awesome when it debuted.
0: uh, So it was young was it Young? Oh, who was the original members? Eric Young, Killian Dane.
1: Uh, so it- the, the originals were Eric Young, Sawyer Fulton, now Madman Fulton, Alexander Wolf. Yep. And then uh, a little bit later, Nikki Cross came along. Then a little bit later, Sawyer Fulton disappeared. And then Killian Dane came along.
0: Yeah, like, oh, yeah, you're right. originally oh, look at that. <laughs> somebody knows their pro history.
1: <laughs> Someone knows their Eric Young history. Their, their Sawyer Fulton history.
0: <laughs> Jeez. But that's all they got out of it was a one-off tag team championship reign in NXT one time. That was it. And they defended oh. it under the Freebird rule.
1: Yeah, which but was cool. Dane
0: wasn't recognised.
1: Yeah. It it was really cool, man. I enjoyed um Sanity. I think Killian Dane, the former big demo from Insane Championship Wrestling in Scotland. He's such a good, fun, big man wrestler to watch.
0: He's sort of like um Ug in a lot of ways. So oh, if man. the Book Aussie it.
1: listeners? Book it. Make it happen, please. Um, in my yeah, <laughs> like uh, Yeah, definitely. Um, I've enj- enjoyed, in recent months, the Killian Dane Drake Maverick thing when that first started, but sort of just gave up on that pretty quickly. Has uh, he the one to have kept his
0: job throughout all this when he apparently... Well, Lost his job.
1: Yeah, so by the sounds of that, the way you said that, you're as sceptical as me about if he actually got released or if it was a stunt.
0: Yeah, I think it was a stunt.
1: I th- I think it was like, hey, we're going to release this. We're going to release this bunch of people in the pandemic We'll see uh, who gets the most uproar to get hired back and we'll instantly hire them back to make ourselves look a bit better after releasing like 20 people and we'll hire back one and we'll get a bit bit of good faith back from the fans. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's my theory. <laughs> anyway, everything's a work, brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night, my hocksters. Don't work yourself into a
0: shoot, you jabronis. What is it?
1: Good good night, hulker maniacs, except jabroni marks who don't know a work from a shoot and work themselves into a shoot. Much love, HH. Something like that. Isn't that Um, what we do on this podcast all the time? We work ourselves into a shoot.
0: Sure. (laughs) Isn't that fun? Can be. In the yeah. entire time of doing this, we've only had one major disagreement. <laughs> uh, what was that? When we were disagreeing about how the WWE handled the Zelina Vega thing about Twitch and her release and stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well. Um, I, I'm now starting to think after watching a couple of Alistair Black live streams after he got released, maybe maybe it was it was definitely the right call to not let wrestlers twitch. <laughs> uh things that shouldn't be said on Machumi? No, he's just like on there just being like he's oh like So you wanna know the story behind this entrance gear? This was the the character that I had envisioned and all this, but they didn't like it. And it's just like a whole bunch of bitterness. And then he's like, then people are like, so Vince really didn't like you. No, 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 Vince, Vince loves me. Vince loves me. I only got fired because of this person. Bullshit. You got fired because if Vince liked you, he would have said, no, don't fire him. That's the guy that makes the final decision, dude. Um, Yeah, oh, Alistair Black. He just overthinks things. Since he's got released, it makes me less excited to see him wrestle again. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Last couple here, Kurt Stallion. Yeah, I don't know too much about him. He had a few 205 appearances, a couple NXT appearances. Like, really young-looking dude. Very athletic. I think he could have a great run wherever he wants to go.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, A 2-0 Rojas?
1: Man, I don't know if you recall this. Uh, He was drafted to SmackDown last year and never turned up on SmackDown. (laughs) Oh, he wasn't. He was part of uh, Raw Underground for a couple of months, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I know him. Oh, hang on. Uh, what would it be? WWE 2020 draft? Did they call it yeah. a draft or a shake-up?
1: I think it was a draft.
0: Who knows? Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, such a weird organisation. Uh, uh, What did you say he was drafted to? Smackdown. What was he on before that? Raw. Oh, there he is.
1: Last pick. Oh, he was drafted to Raw. My bad.
0: Despite uh, being the... drafted to Raw, Raw has later moved back to NXT. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of
1: uh, yeah, Riddick Moss got drafted and we haven't seen him since. Um, like, form he was on raw before all that, and then we just haven't seen him since, which is weird. Um, Tucker Tucker on raw, (laughs) who would have thought?
0: Who's one of the highest people who have since been released? That's what I'm just looking at. Um, Ricochet's still employed, isn't he? Yeah, somehow. <laughs> um, Angel, Garza is, Humberto Crillo Murphy. There you go. So pick 22 at the draft is the highest pick from last yeah, year's draft. That's released. a
1: supplemental pick, so I wouldn't even... Count that so Okay, go, well then the, the next bra-
0: day on TV. Uh Charlotte
1: Braun Braun. Yeah, there you go. Pick um, six, night two. The draft.
0: Night two. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh Lars Sullivan was in there too. Jeez, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um last one. Oh, no, we already went over Savitelli, didn't we? Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think is yeah, so I've sort of predicted like a lot of these people, like like your stallions, your Arturo Ruas's, to a lesser degree your August Greys and your Arya Divaris, I think we could see pop up on AEW Dark is like a sort of prospect sort of talent. Um the other ones like Breezango, Nice, Everise, the Bollywood boys, I could see them showing up in impact. I don't know if Marina Shafir is going to continue wrestling or maybe she'll go back to MMA or maybe she'll just... I think she's got a couple of kids, so that could play a role. Who knows? But I think she would be a great fit in the um, AEW women's division because they don't really have many MMA-style women's wrestlers, which would be good. I don't know how good she is because we barely saw her wrestle. Which
0: one was the which one was the greener of the two marina or jessamine
1: jessamine yeah Jessamine is she still employed old. i think so. uh i think uh she is, but she's not in a wrestling capacity. She is like doing um media or something for' him.
0: oh well that seems
1: odd yeah uh, I think that's what she found she was good at. Okay then. Well, I guess if uh, you find a job you're good at and you like it,
0: then why not?
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Duke works as a. Oh, okay. Jeez. Duke what? worked as a full-time digital content creator for WWE and Up Up Down Down. On May nineteenth, twenty twenty-one, WWE announced that Duke was released from her contract. So, I think that was in that lot of like 60 something behind the scenes employees that got released that week.
0: Oh, when they realized, why do we have two digital departments, one for TV and one for uh, not TV or something? It was like something like um, two digital departments, like one for developmental and one for main roster. And they're like, let's just combine it. (laughs) And that's where all the cuts sort of started coming from.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you just go back to that list, like, I can see, like, the younger ones going to AEW, the more experienced ones, and especially the tag teams going to Impact. Yep. Then we get to the last one, Tino Sabatelli, who I think will definitely get picked up by some gym as a personal trainer.
0: Fair enough, then. (laughs)
1: Uh, I Uh, think his wrestling career is done. If what is rumored to have happened with him in AEW happened, I think he's burnt some serious bridges. Because that company is pretty much linked with all the main companies outside of WWE.
0: Ring of Honor, New Japan, MLW, GCW, NWA... uh, not CMLL, linked. but they're,
1: uh, they're, they're AAA. Not with, they're not linked with ROH, but I couldn't see like a Tino Sabatelli going ROH. And they're not linked with MLW. He could possibly turn up there. But besides that, I don't think he's going to turn up to CMLL or a Triple A or Pro Wrestling NOAH or something like that.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Although, we've seen worse things happen where uh, the Chosen One himself got released and somehow came back to win the title.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows, he'll probably just get rehired in a few months again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Here you are, pal.
0: Reduced wages. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough about that. Let's get on to some results. Raw, from uh, Monday the 21st. Money wow! In the
1: look, at, look at that cage match rating they got.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, surprises when you give people two weeks of utter crap, you are got to have a week that's subpar and have a great rating.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match. Ricochet defeated AJ Styles, who had Omos in his corner. Women's Money in the Bank qualifying tag team match. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? Asuka and Naomi defeat Drop and Eva Doudrop. Marie. Do Drop. John Morrison defeats Randy Orton in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Oh, <sighs> this was a thing. Defeat Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald. Matt Riddle defeats Drew McIntyre in a Money in the Bank qualifying match.
1: Yeah, then, everyone watched that match, by the way. Really good. And then in the main event, a
0: non-title Hell in the Cell match where Bobby Lashley with MVP defeats Xavier Woods, who had Kofi Kingston in his corner. Um, credit to him, They had actually matches that meant something. Like, every match yeah, meant but something.
1: But it's real easy to do that when you got this money-in-the-bank qualifying theme. Um, I, I thought this was a pretty decent episode of Raw, although there is, you know, that whole Super Nicky thing, which was absolute dog crap. Now,
0: um, I was watching this sort of in the background. Um, now, am I wrong in saying... Is this for the women's tag titles, or is this for the women's titles? Because the two women's qualifying matches here have been tag matches.
1: Yeah, it's for the women's title. They're just, like, I guess they're saving time by putting, like, having multiple qualifiers in one match.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Seems odd.
1: Yeah, like, so instead of, like, for that episode of Raw, what do they do, like... Four or something men's Uh, qualifying matches.
0: Three men's matches and two women's qualifying
1: matches. Yeah, it saves a bit of time, I guess. Saves about 10 minutes of time by just putting... Yeah, (laughs) because otherwise they would have had to have done four matches to have those four people qualify.
0: What is it? Three weeks away? Jeez. That is fast. Yeah. So you got yeah, this past week.
1: I'm excited uh, for money in the bank, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm uh
1: It's in front of a crowd. That's why I'm I think
0: that's what what's gonna get it um up and money in the bank for the most part has been a good gimmick, the way they've handled The Bruce cases as of recently hasn't been good. That weird cinematic Money in the Bank match, in my opinion, wasn't good. It's like, Rogue Mysterio, Corbin's going to kill you. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, here's
1: Brother Love in the toilet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here's Stephanie McMahon because who is it? Lana? I, I think she's one, but she didn't. Or was it Dana? I, th- I don't know. Or Mandy?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it was one of the blonde women. I, that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, I don't know! <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't Nikki Cross. What was this?
1: And all the reports I've read online have been like, this was 100% Nikki Cross's idea for a gimmick. Um, that's the
0: scariest part. Shades of Super Molly?
1: I I'm, I'm going to be woke and just say it's Shades of Hurricane uh, but <laughs> um, it would have been cool if they gave us a reason as to why she needed to resort to this instead of just randomly here she is
0: <laughs> like um, correct me this. if I'm wrong but in the past three weeks has she not beat the champion on TV the number one contender on TV, yeah, and then both the champion and number one contender in a tag team match with the former number one contender.
1: Yep. So why does she need a change?
0: This just felt, (laughs) yeah, like you're saying, um, uncalled for and rushed.
1: Yeah, like kayfabe-wise, if you're winning... Like, against top challengers and contenders and ca- champions and stuff like that, why do you need to change your persona? Shouldn't, like, the whole, like, gimmick change thing, kayfabe-wise, only happen because, you know, because you've been on a bit of a loss streak or whatever, losing
0: streak? Picked on by uh, the tape, oh are they still, no, they're the former tag champs, Nia and, um, Nia and Shayna Baszler and Reginald. Like if Nikki was constantly getting picked on by them and bullied around in two on one matches and, uh, Hill's taking shortcut and Nikki's like sort of breaking down that she's got no friends to come and help her. And she's, she's gone for a week. And there's like a vignette of like, um, this like shadowy figure on a, on like a rooftop or something. And then the next week, Super Nicky debuts. Like, okay, that's built up too. It's not just all of a sudden, oh, here's this. Yeah. Or as uh, John Cleese would say, and now for something completely different. <laughs> uh, rest of Raw, very good. Uh, Eva Marie match. Why the hell did you get rid of the Iconics for this? Why did you get rid of Mickey James for this? Why did you get rid of Ruby Rive for this? That all went to Aoife Marie's budget. Yeah. Far out. Um, That and the, the just, and Alexa and Nikki teaming again, just what in the, this, these two things are not like each other. One's a demon possessing hypnotistic lady who oozes black, Goo from her head when Bray White loses at WrestleMania to Randy Orton or something on a Jack in a Box, and the other is now a superhero. What the fudge was this?
1: Yeah, absolutely outrageous.
0: <laughs> we haven't skipped a week in the timeline, have we? Where's the TVA? Eh?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, get where's Owen Wilson?
0: Wow, wow. <laughs> Uh, thumbs down Raw match wise really good two women's qualifying matches one was Eva Marie so it was what it was dear god dear god and best of luck to your dewdrop but you are very talented as Pop and Evan. good luck with that name and the other is Completely confusing booking, and I have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. Thumbs down, Raw.
1: Big time. Go to hell, Raw.
0: <laughs> what about NXT? Um, has NXT announced any plans to go on the road, or are they staying in Capital Wrestling Center?
1: I don't know about that. I haven't heard anything about NXT on the road. Uh, well not like they ever really were on the road for their tapings but
0: yeah the, the one thing i hate about nxt and it's the one thing everyone picks on um ring of honor for oh it's in a darkly lit studio i'm like yeah but at least ring of honor and like impact at the moment there's no fans and Ring of Honour, the fans would always make noise in a dark, uh, a dark studio or arena. Here, it's just sort of bland and then piped in and the fans are behind wire, but you can kind of see them. And I don't like this environment. I want them to leave. Yep. Leave or just put on some goddamn house lighting behind the fans so you can see them or move the cage. Yeah, Put definitely. in the... Um, the weird uh, plexiglass they had there before, because I don't know. I just don't like, maybe it's because they've been in there too long and we've got Aussie shows with fans and Aussie sports with fans. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think they should try, to try, <laughs> try to go on the road. Yeah. Um, even, if it's just over to... Are they going to Georgia? Is Georgia near Florida?
1: It sounds like so. it is. I don't know, though. I think it is. I don't know. They, sh- they just need to get out of that building. I don't think they will. I think that's where they stay for TV. Well, then change something about it, because...
0: I get they're trying to be, like, all gritty and grungy and, like, dark, heavy metal look to it, but it just sort of just comes across as a black void and then there's a bunch of big TV faces behind them.
1: Yeah, I somewhat disagree. I don't think it's that... I don't think it's Ring of Honor level of bad lighting, because um, I think Ring of Honor's absolutely horrible at it, but... Oh, it no, can't... no.
0: I'm not saying like that, but I'm saying um, compared to what WWE is, and then it's just like,
1: yeah, it's it's just because Triple H is trying to be an edge lord, trying to be edgy, like oh look at how, how spoopy. yeah, look at how spoopy we are. Look at our American Gothic graphics, like ugh, I hate. I hate the stage and I hate the new graphics for NXT. The skull, raven, bird, reaper looking thing. Yeah, it's so tacky. It looks like a bad affliction shirt. <laughs> affliction? Isn't that a band?
0: That's, That's Amity. Know, I'm, Yeah, I'm thinking Amity.
1: Um... You know, those MMA sh- shirts back in the day with like that. Tap Out and the Affliction shirts. and
0: Which one's the one WWE owns a heap of shares in and tried to turn it into gym wear?
1: I think it's Tap
0: Out, which is so ironic because um, Reebok is the one that's sort of gym wear, but they aligned themselves with um, the MMA people. And then you've got the one that all the MMA fans wear that's owned by a wrestling company. Yeah. Go, twenty twenty. One. One. <laughs> Sharp. It's been a long year. <laughs> um. He, like this. This looks like something a golf girl would get tattooed on their ribs or something, doesn't it? This oh, raven was... reaper thing.
1: I would say it's something a goth girl in 2010 would get tattooed in the lower, the lower of their back, to be politically correct. Where's Lance Hoyt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it looks like it would be on, the, on the lower back region of Lance Hoyt. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't like it. It's just, it's a logo that's got too much going on, and then it's just—it's got very too weird. much
1: but nothing going on too. Look at like the wings of it are so big, and there's just nothing happening there. It's just a whole lot of nothing for no reason. Yeah. Anyhow, results. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a door knocker for the Adams family house. <laughs> yeah, like you we slipped keep... up the NXT part. Knock, knock, knock. Here comes Lurch. <laughs> <You> anyway. <bang.
0: laughs> yeah. Um, so, singles match of Adam Cole defeats Carmelo Hayes. A tag team match of Ea Shirai and Zoe Stack defeat Robert Stonebrand. Ali and Jesse Kamara with Robert Stone tag team match of the way. Austin Vera, and Johnny Gargano defeat Only Lorcan and Pete Dunne. Hooray. Oh. oh, yeah. Danny's still injured, isn't
1: he? Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, Frankie Monet deleted Electra Lopez. A tag team match of Hit Row. Ashanti Adonis and Top Dollar with B-Fab and Isaiah Swervebro Scott defeat Everrise Chase Parker and Matt Marnell. And in your main event, a non-title match of Kyle O'Reilly defeats Kashida. Ah, so long, guys. Thanks for co-main eventing this week.
1: Yeah, um, that was... Um, actually, did you watch 205 Live this week? Yeah. So this just reminds me of what I saw tweeted out. Uh, It was about an hour before 205 Live when I read all the stuff about the releases and then like instantly I saw August August Grey post on Twitter I've just been informed tonight's 205 Live match against Grayson Waller will now be a Loser Leaves Town match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I suppose
0: he's got to have some fun with it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so I guess this was another Loser Leaves Town match with Hit Row and Ever-Rise. Uh, let's talk about the meat and potatoes of this show. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Incredible tag match with The Way and Oni Walken and Pete Dunne.
0: Yeah. Three, sure. four people delivered.
1: Yeah, big shocker. Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano, good wrestlers, especially when Johnny's away from Champa. As much as I love those matches. Let's never go there again. Um,
0: They've done very good recently. Yeah, doing what they did with uh, Kevin and Sammy for a while, keeping (laughs) them apart.
1: Yeah, and here we are. Hey, we Um, can't
0: have both of these people separate. They're, They're back together, so you stay away.
1: I think it's only a matter of time before we get, like, Oh, Sami Zayn and Johnny Gargano versus Kevin Owens and Tommaso Ciampa. I wouldn't say no. I think it would be a great match, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, any way, I thought the uh, way Only Law Compete done match was incredible. And then the main event, O'Reilly and Kushida. Such a great match. Like, another big shocker. Uh, Kushida and Carlo O'Reilly, good at the wrestles. Very wow. good at the wrestles. Um, oh, yeah, that, I
0: forgot Kushida is Cruiserweight champion.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think that's... Well, it looked like it, we might get a title match down the road, but uh, Adam Cole gets into it after the match with Kyle O'Reilly. And then we get the big debut in the ring of uh, the new faction, the Diamond Mine, which was uh, Roderick Strong, uh, yep. the ma- manager Malcolm Bivens. Oh, God. What was the other guy's name? Um, Tyler Rust and Hideki Suzuki, a Japanese... Suzuki? A, a Japanese wrestler named Suzuki, so you have to love him now.
0: What's Suzuki doing in the Capital Zone Performing center? <laughs> yeah, that joke doesn't work as well, damn it. No. What's Suzuki doing in the NXT zone? Ah, I can't be arsed editing it, but the second one's funnier. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Not where I saw this going, but um, NXT sort of seems to have not too many babyface factions and a lot of heels.
1: Yeah. Um, in a way, I kind of understand the logic in that. Yeah. Um, like, have one babyface to every faction, so then... A babyface has to try to overcome Dods and try to work their way through a faction, which always works. Um which is kind of what I've been doing for the past year and a bit with my Fugs episodes. Yeah. Um so that's why I'm for it. So uh good to see me and get ready to cringe. Me and uh Uncle Paul have the same booking ideas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh very good um yeah I'm just looking over here now. I can't see a um a baby face team in n x t
1: um no, there really isn't there's tag teams, but yeah, not really stables, yeah um, I, I think it would be good to bring like Walter over and him do Imperium as a baby face.
0: Yeah, yeah, I won't disagree. I think the money in them coming over straight away, though, oh, would be heels depending on if you're going to have fans when you do that or not, might be better to do faces and then turn them heels in front of a crowd.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, thumbs up this week, NXT. You did good.
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you.
0: <laughs> what about Friday?
1: Yeah, uh, I watched this one live. Um, I was very intrigued by it because of all the news that came out earlier that morning about the releases. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Let's let's see if we get any debuts out of this.
0: Uh, So, televised matches were a mixed tag team match of Bailey and Seth Rollins to feed Bianca Belair and Cesaro. A non-title, but Money in the Bank qualifying match of Big E defeats Apollo Crews with Commander Aziz. Uh, Liv Morgan defeat Carmella in under five minutes, and your main event TV match was Jimmy Uso defeats Dolph Ziggler with Robert Rooney's corner. Yeah. Um,
1: Really newsworthy episode of SmackDown, in a sense. Go on. Well, the big post match angle with Roman um afterwards like coming out and being like the main event angle was like Roman cutting a promo and being like, I beat everyone, blah blah blah. Nothing left for me to do here anymore. Almost teasing like he's gonna walk out. I beat everyone, there's no one left for me to beat and then out comes the Edge. I I guess Edge forgot that he was also one of the people pinned in the main event of WrestleMania. But, yeah, we're going to get a Roman... It's been officially announced now, uh, Roman Reigns versus Edge at Money in the Bank, which will be fun. It'll be a good one. Edge finally gets to wrestle in front of a full crowd since his Royal Rumble return. (laughs)
0: Why you do this? Why, why you do this WWE? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense that they're doing this now with a with a crowd since his Royal Rumble return. But you could have just had him not win the Rumble this year, not had this convoluted. Story of uh Daniel Bryan, Willie, won't he? Yes, he is. Uh, it's a freeway now. Uh, everyone's heels. Uh, uh, Roman still wins. Lol,
1: yeah. Well, I don't think Roman's losing the title in 2021 at all. Or is he? No, I don't think he is. No, um,
0: I, I the I only thought... way. I'd see that happening as if he's going to
1: lose it to one of the Usos. Yeah, which I don't think will ever happen, unfortunately. But I don't, I don't think it'll happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, so as we look here at the um, confirmed ladder match announcers, we have Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, and Big E as your men qualifiers. Uh, on the women's side, it's Asuka, Naomi. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Kamala with three more to be announced. Uh, The WWE Championship match of Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte because, lol. Yeah. Is this their third match? This feels like their third match already on pay-per-view since Rhea's officially been called up.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So, Rhea won... I
1: think it's their second since she got called up, but they had the one at WrestleMania last year.
0: Did they not fight at Backlash? Or Hell in a Cell?
1: I think it was just Hell in a Cell, wasn't it? And then Backlash, I think it was a triple threat, wasn't it?
0: Oh, um, my... I don't know. Uh, I'll check in a sec. And, yeah, as you said, Roman Reigns versus uh, Edge. Hell in a Cell was... Wasn't it that... um?
1: Hell in a Cell was, like, lost. Oh, okay, where
0: Charlotte the... won by
1: DQ in the
0: normal match, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, Rhea won at... Um, at uh,
1: Main, Yeah. And yeah, Rania. WrestleMania backlash was Oscar and Charlotte in a triple threat, yeah, with Rhea. Um,
0: I love Rhea, I love the Charlotte character. I'm just <laughs> in theory, <laughs> in theory.
1: <laughs> I think in execution, she's absolutely horrendous. Television, there was. This one clip that's been going around on Twitter of uh, Charlotte and Rhea, and the camera cuts between them about fifteen times, and all that's happening is they're staring at each other. Oh yeah,
0: don't don't get me started on the
1: WWE camera. But quality. they're staring like at watching... each other, and it's so cringy too, like the way they're staring at each other, <laughs>
0: like. This, was, this is how I felt about the goddamn NXT program last year as well. It, was, it wasn't working for me then. And it's not working for me now. It should be great in execution. I'm not sure if it's just missing the fans willing it to that next level or if there's just something not clicking. But um, I don't want to see that match again anytime soon, but we are. Yep. Ah man. Uh, Did you have time? Oh, what would you say about SmackDown? Thumbs sideways?
1: Yeah, thumbs in the middle. There were some good high spots. There's this whole thing going on with Baron Corbin now where he lost money in investments, and now he's lost his crown, and now he's like a broke, sad Baron Corbin, which is somewhat interesting to me. Like, it's almost like they're building up a sympathetic baby face Baron Corbin, which is something that I never thought would be possible.
0: Yeah, Baron. He's good. You'll come around one
1: day. Oh, I think, like, In the Ring is pretty good. It's just the character's just so, so not there. I think, like, NXT Baron Corbin was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, where do we go from here? How about your favourite half hour? What is it? Your favourite hour of sports entertainment on television?
1: Yeah, your favourite hour that is only a half hour. Just absolutely
0: dumb. <laughs> WWE205. Oh, wow. Tape look, at,
1: look at the votes they got for this on Cage Match. One. One. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, well. Uh, yeah, so... uh, Ickman Juro defeated Aria Devari and your boy, Grayson Waller, defeated August Grey.
1: Um, <laughs> They should have waited until after SmackDown and 205 Live to make the announcement of the releases. <laughs> I don't think it would have mattered
0: because we saw Free Zango defeat Imperium and they still got released.
1: That's true.
0: So you could have had Grayson here have his first loss against August Gray, building up to like a, a grudge, uh, series on 205 live. Uh, Sorry, that's not going to happen. You'll never get your win back.
1: Yep. (laughs) Done.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Mr. Khan. Uh, um, yeah, all the problems still with 2055, as I say every week, it is WWECW, just purple and orange instead of purple and black with red dripping. Anywho, um, Grayson Waller still undefeated. We'll go. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, good. Um, it's, it's just a wrestling show with nothing really to sink my teeth into. That's all.
0: It is good wrestling, but there is so much, not only at uh, North American, international, even regional promotions worldwide, but even Aussie promotions that this just kind of goes uh, if it's something i'd need to watch on there i will but otherwise it's just sort of eh, there and i'll yep. get to it if i have time
1: exactly
0: like i've said before the whole reason i don't watch dark and elevation is because those shows start becoming 2 hours regularly get on the fricking road cut those programs down and i'll start rewatching yep um yeah okay uh, not really fair to rate 205 live um yeah. Grayson's match, uh, thumbs up. You did good yep. against August Grey. Definitely. Uh, AEW Dynamite on a weekend again, because fuck you, social life. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, so we go. Saturday Night Dynamite kicks off with Adam Page defeating Powerhouse Hobbs. Matt Sidell with Mike in his corner defeating Dante Martin. Ethan Page with Scorpio's guy in his uh, corner defeating him. Bear Bronson with Bear Boulder in his corner. Chris Statlander, who had Orange Cassidy in her corner, defeats the Bunny, who had the Blade in her corner. And in your main event for the AEW World Championship, Kenny Omega, the champion, the belt collector, the AAA Mega World Champion, and also the uh, TNA Wrestling Champion, but that doesn't count because he's the Impact Champion as well, defeats Jungle Boy in 17-17. Really good match. I went out of my way to watch this one before recording.
1: Yeah, um, this was a really solid episode of Dynamite. Um, There was a pretty hot opener with Adam Page and Powerhouse Hobbs. There was a fantastic in-ring promo with Tony Schiavone and Tully Blanchard who gets uh, interrupted by Conan who comes out and has, cuts a promo on Tully. um, And it, there was just this great burn where Conan starts talking in Spanish and Tully, like off-camera, kind of off-microphone, kind of says, like, I have no idea what you're saying. What are you saying? And Conan says, like, it's Spanish. You should probably learn it. You're going to have to talk to you. Grandkids in Spanish. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, if you know the behind the scenes, uh, Tully's daughter Tessa is married to Daga, a luchador. And, yeah. Oh, um, uh,
0: yeah, I, for- I forgot about her.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was a nice little dig by Conan. um. It- ultimately resulted in Conan eating a double pile driver from FTR. Just a great angle. Uh, The pinnacle just stooping to lows every week. Like last week, MJF knocked out, uh, as JR said, a 60-year-old man with Parkinson's, uh, Dean Malenko. And then this week it's Conan getting taken out by FTR. I thought that was really good. It was actually a really solid, uh, Miro promo. It was like a quick promo, but it was so well done and just, yeah, Miro's lo- silently been like, like not many people talking about it, but he's been really fire on the microphone as of late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. It, it, uh, shows his improvement and sort of, uh, puts old, uh, Lana, uh, not in a need to come over.
1: But in a way, like, um, I know you haven't seen this week's promo, but, and like a few weeks ago, he did it too, where it was like, first of all, I want to thank God for giving me my power and my strength. Um, and second of all, I'd like to thank God for making my wife very hot. <laughs> um, and then like this week it was... I'd like to thank God for like, Oh, something to do with how strong he is again. And then it was like, and I'd also like to thank him for making my wife very flexible. Um, He keeps talking about his wife every week. So I guess she's probably going to show up at some point. Um, Well, she did improve vastly in the ring. Yeah. And like, we know she's good. She's good on the mic. We're, if she's being the mouthpiece for someone. But like you said, I don't know. I don't know if Miro needs it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, main event, though, was just wonderfully done. Uh, they had a promo backstage earlier in the night with Jungle Boy and Christian that, oh, uh, my angle alert sirens were going off. It was like, Oof. oh, no, Christian's going to turn heel on Jungle Boy, isn't he? He's going to attack Jungle Boy. Thankfully, they didn't go that route. Um, instead, they sort of went the route after the match of Christian coming in to save Jungle Boy from an attack from the elite. But then the Hardy fun family office or whatever they called the HFO come out like Private Party and Matt Hardy and the Young Bucks come out and they all beat up Christian so I think yeah we're exactly going into the direction as I thought we would we'd blow past the Jungle Boy match and then we'd start building the Christian for the next pay-per-view I think
0: Yeah yeah I would have liked to um let it breathe a bit more going off the air but it does make the um the right uh right decision building up so people know what's coming up next week with the
1: uh, shorter turnaround as well. Yeah, and it's always fun to sort of end with a bit of a chaotic ending with a whole heap of shenanigans going on. It always, like, leaves you wanting to watch more the next week, you know. You don't just want to say, oh, good guy won at the end of this, bye.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sort of that too. I can't really uh, rate because I've only seen a few clips and highlights before watching the uh, main event before recording. Uh, Alex, thumbs? Yeah,
1: thumbs up from me. Much better than any of those horrendous uh, Friday night dynamites. So, yeah, good stuff, AEW. And then we're getting some Wednesday stuff or Thursday for us this week, which will be awesome. Thank God. Yeah, I'm really pumped up about it. It's going to be great.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to be happy that I'm not coming home and watching Dynamite at, like, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Thank Christ. Thank you, Dynamite. For that alone, you get thumbs up. <laughs> uh, TV champ of the week, anywhere? Ooh. Ooh.
1: Um, let's go... Let's go Kushida. <laughs> okay. He had, a, he had a really good match with Kyle O'Reilly that I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, I'm going to say
0: Jungle Boy for that main event against uh, yep. Kenny Omega. Um, I suppose quickly before we sign off, did you see the two reported dark matches from SmackDown this week?
1: I didn't see the matches, but I've heard about them. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> How yeah. can you see the dark
0: match? Ooh, spoopy. Uh Killian Cross defeats Slapjack.
1: Yeah, Slappy. Carrion. 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 What did I in. say? Killian. You say. Oh, it every he was week. in the he was in the news. <laughs>
0: That's why I got it. Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: well I hopefully hate it here. Now that, Hopefully now that Killian Dane uh doesn't exist anymore, maybe um. Maybe you'll get Carrion right moving forward. Maybe it'll make it a bit easier for you.
0: Maybe I'll just call it the demo match. Carrion cross. Yeah. Dross.
1: yeah. <laughs> Big Damo Cross. Oh gosh.
0: Uh, and Shotzi Blackheart defeats Scarlet. Um, what? Has Scarlet wrestled before in WWE? On
1: NXT? No, I don't think so. Yeah,
0: I'll just bring this up uh, quickly. Quickly now, quickly. Uh,
1: matches. She hasn't wrestled in NXT at least on TV. Uh,
0: no, that's uh, her first uh, match for the company. Wow. One, one, two, three, four, five. She only did five matches after that Avery match. Uh, then signed and hasn't wrestled since until yeah this past week.
1: Yeah. Um, did you, by any chance, happen to watch this week's main event? I didn't. WWE
0: but... main event? Yeah. Uh, give me a moment. I can bring I've it got
1: the, I've got the results up.
0: Oh, you can read it out if you like.
1: Yeah, it was uh, two matches. Bronson Reed defeated Drew Gulak and Karrion Cross defeated Shelton Benjamin.
0: What? Oh. Yep. That but 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 Bronson's
1: in NXT, what? So's Carrion. They're yeah, both I... They're both champions in NXT. Yeah, that, that's
0: that's odd. Isn't there supposed to be another draft coming soon?
1: Yeah. Is it going to be it, before the really series? T- I think so, yeah. Well, that makes more sense. I think it's really telling that um, that we're seeing like these particular people getting matches on main event. I think it must mean that they're getting looked at to go up soon. Scarlett, Shotzi, Carrion, Bronson. I'm really scared about Bronson getting called up. Yeah. I think, yeah. like, oh, man, I think he's in real danger of him, like, you know, walking around backstage with the turkey leg in his hand. That's what I'm worried about. And they, um, then he sees a, a former teammate of
0: his in catering and he goes Thorny yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Thorny and then some random extra comes up to him and says hey Bronson you're cute Thorny not so much <laughs> oh jeez <laughs>
0: terrible um, I think it- that's all for tonight <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. I um recently got reminded of the Viking Raiders Street Profit feud. I um heard there was video of like the up up down down people doing a bowling competition. And it, anyone that knows me in my personal life right now, and I don't even know if Chris does actually, <laughs> I like go ten pin bowling like a couple of times a week now. I'm like obsessed with it. So I was like, oh, I want to see if any wrestlers have done bowling stuff. So Google searched it, and the first thing that popped up, Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders, and they go bowling. (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I forgot all about this. I ended up watching it. (laughs)
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah, I forgot about that from my memory because of how bad it was.
1: Yep. Anyway. Uh... There's a really fun video of Sam Punk going bowling with Kofi, with Kofi Kingston and AJ Lee, and there's a really good one from Up Up Down Down where Big E is just a maniac and they go bowling with the Bar and the Usos and Big E and Xavier and the Iconics. Whoa. Who, who weren't that great, but they were very funny. Anyway. You can find me. <laughs> Segway. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at fruity is Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. Search us up on Facebook Wrestling Ozstyle, and you can find Chris at...
0: at I'm Chris Funder as well. You can go back listen to the entire Wrestling archive for free on uh, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune Weekly wrestling app available Wednesday on YouTube or using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to save for good day and we'll speak to you next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not really. At least then give Vaughn something to do on TV.
1: Oh, man. Oh. Just make Bronson read Taz. Except, like, not Taz with two Zs. Just one Z Taz. Make him just a badass that beats people up.
0: Do-do-do, 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 do-do-do.
1: Did you know if you actually speed up <laughs> the, the notes in Taz's theme song are the exact same notes in the old Roman Reigns theme song? So Roman Reigns' theme song, Sped Up, is Taz's theme song.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, it has. <laughs> it <only> has.
1: <laughs> it's a big dog. <laughs>